Hello and welcome to a new episode of Tangents with Colleen and Mike. My name is Mike. I'm Colleen. Colleen. Yes, Mike. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking all that we've been through in the last month and a half or so of playing Dungeons and Dragons. <gasps> Dungeons and Dragons, everyone's favorite. Eh. I hope they will be able to follow. Um, there's a lot. It's a lot. Good luck, people. Have fun. You're beautiful. <gasps> I'm Hi. here again. Please help. He's. We've <laughs> held him hostage this entire time. He never actually left. We just don't include him in most of the episodes. <laughs> we take him out of He's the closet. He's not presentable. We, we take him out of the closet every I, now once in a while. I finished all Nintendo games, <laughs> even the ones he doesn't have. And then enough time passed. I forgot them all. What is Nintendo? What's a Nintendo? Good, good enough? Nintendo don't. When it, oh, I don't, I... <laughs> hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? How you doing, everyone? I'm old. I realize today I'm old. <gasps> no, no, go on. I'm... Your but your birthday was two months ago. <laughs> is I'm is, older than that. Is old when shit gets delayed before you find it out. Shit gets delayed. I don't know, man. I poop like twice a day. My shit never gets no delayed. No shit gets delayed. Yo, hang on. You poop twice a day? Two, three times, yeah, depending. I read that that's a very healthy bowel movement. I'm lactose intolerant, and I drink a lot of milk in my oh, coffee. okay, yeah, I know that. You're, <laughs> so, you're speed hacking your shits. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. It's non-lethal, so I don't... Doctor it's said it's non fine. Wait, by saying that it's non-lethal, yeah. can lactose intolerance fucking kill you? I don't know if can it can... Can you shit to death? I well, mean, yeah, that's called gonorrhea. Yeah. No, which one? No, that's not. <laughs> that's definitely not gonorrhea. No, no, no. Which one? Diarrhea. The, no, <laughs> the dysentery. 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 Hey, the Oregon Trail disease. Yeah, that's what I was trying to remember. The Oregon Trail. No, yeah. no, no. Oregon Trail is the zombie remake. <laughs> the Oregon Trail. Sorry. There you go, buddy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't know if you can die, but there are different ways it can affect you. So you can like you get indigestion. Milk or shitting too much. Uh, is this the scat episode? Intolerance. Is this? I feel like this will just be titled the scat episode. We would just talk. It shit. It won't be just huh? the episode. It's not one. Wait, y'all talked shit before? Of course, you were here, I, locked I up in the closet. Yeah, it's soundproofed. I can't hear shit. Uh. <laughs> I can't hear you. Shit. No, no. <laughs> yeah. So some people get indigestion. Some people get farts. Some people puke. Some people get sick. And then there's me who just shits. I, ju I go like, and then I go and I. But you were already doing that. Those were some great fucking effects that will just get bleeped out by your fucking filters. No. No? You can do fart noises and it's okay? I mean, I can take them out. It's still recording raw. This is post-processing. Oh. The recording's still raw. This is not pre-recording. See, I'm just a guest. I'm not supposed to know this. No, this is this is like, <laughs> like when you DM. That's something we could talk about. What? Oh, no. Last time you were here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Last time you were here, we weren't doing D&D, &D, were we? I think y'all were just starting out. It was like pre-first episode. We I just, think so. I think we made your characters red after. Oh, yeah. Your wait, hold two on. characters, we, we made them red after. Keep talking. He's, he's going to do the fucking... Yep, there oh, we wait, fucking wait. go. Sound noises. Oh, no. I saw him, but I in a picture. Holy shit. Ugh. So for people not seeing, oh, my God. these two fellows <laughs> in front of me are passing toys around. <laughs> we're functional toys. adults, okay? Sex toys. I mean, 
Hmm. No, so Kodruts helped me out uh, to <laughs> turned out so fucking cool to make uh, to make my um, Dungeons and Dragons mini. Good job, thank you. Which is a tiefling, a tiefling bard. He's red, has horns, a tail, and it says <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> Wait, is that one of the allowed words? No, I'm gonna bleep it out. Oh, okay, no one's ever gonna know. <laughs> that is <laughs> so much better than I thought it would I be. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, need to is remember. It, is it a forbidden word, or are you just gonna do it for the sake of comedy? I don't know if it's sick for comedy. Okay. I'm I'm it for the comedy. Is it on Carlin's list? If it's on Carlin's list, it's oh, forbidden. Oh, that's I, how shit still works in TV. I think. I love how we just talked about Carlin. I mean, way. accidents never happen for a reason. <laughs> um, um, I'm a wanted child. George it's okay. Carlin forbidden words list. Uh, and, seven dirty and, words. And, there we are. And, wow. and then the audience is just gonna hear beep 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 beep. beep. She's gonna hear fucking Morse code. There it's you go. There. Yep, I'm gonna bleep all this. Works. I'm gonna bleep it just because it's funny. So Kodruz, D and D. Tell yeah. us what is it like for you to be our DM. Well, I would have said business as usual, but but we've impressed you <laughs> in in a myriad of ways. A myriad of a ways. A myriad of ways, both up and wow. down and sideways. Okay, go on. Wait, I said both and then three things. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, now to be honest, look, doing this for a while, I, I could have said, you know, each group is different and unique and shit, but... Snowflakes. We are special. You've, <laughs> got, you've got a lot of things that first-timers do. We're like not special. In, uh, no. in kind of in, in templates, but they're generic enough so that y everyone can still feel special while I can avoid going insane behind the other side of the screen because I kind of know how to deal with it. Oh, so we're all uh, like different archetypes? Well, uh, we talked about that. Like before we made your characters, we talked about the, the fucking storytelling archetypes. I think we talked about that on episode two, right? I lose track. Uh, of I remember really? we talked in private about yeah, that. Yeah, so, okay. So, in case... I feel like a really bad guest right now because we might have talked about this on another episode. Oh, who cares? Whatever. So, there's... No, I think we were we were rocking my dog when you told me about that. Possibly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It so, doesn't sound familiar to me. So, just explain uh, it to me. I, and did, yeah, I, did, it I did talk uh, with you guys uh, last last session when Mike was not was not present. The, the five storytelling protagonist archetypes. That thing. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's not on air. To the world. That's right. not on air. No, it's so, not on air. Oh, oh, he knows. Thank God, someone knows. It was the first time I heard it. Fair enough. I, I oh. cannot keep track myself. And the Touché. first time I heard it was when we were rocking our Touché. dog. So. so, okay, so for the audience, and uh, probably, you know, who's who's going to watch this because of D&D content kind of knows because this is kind of ubiquitous and, and the dirty storytelling uh, cheap trick bag, but you can kind of across most of narratives written by human, which were completely not invented by AI. <laughs> um, sorry, I have to do it every fucking time. Yeah, you do. It's like I'm pre-programmed. Anyway. <laughs> what? I exist. Um, <laughs> I knocked myself over with a bad joke. I'm sorry. Prove me that you're thinking. Prove to me that you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> do you mind moving the, the thing closer what? to each other? Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Okay. Is that better? Can you hear me good now? Yes, thank you. Okay. Very much. Go on. I Oops, sorry. <laughs> I wanted to do a gag. I wanted to do a fucking uh, gag and I actually accidentally did it. Okay, I'm sorry. Good job. So, uh, right. microphone so narratives. Why why these presets of kind of what what people do in stories, why why protagonists and characters in stories do why they're so important. So, you can kind of 
qualify and, and kind of input all story protagonists into five categories, one of five categories, and together they're kind of present throughout of most storytelling. Um, so there's the, what was it? The leader, the leader, the lancer, the heart, also known as the chick sometimes, because the emotional role, you know, men don't have emotions in stories, so we're always too stoic in depictions. Yeah. So a chick usually has to fulfill the emotional role, unless you're Lord of the Rings where everyone hugs yeah. and, and had childhoods. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I found no better story to explain this, because if you think about it, right? Or the first Spider-Man trilogy, which is what? also modernist, not postmodernist. Yeah, I, I saw that. It's somewhere. all honest and, you know. On the, well, actually... Seeing the the recent Spider-Mans, all of them are kind of honest. We're just jaded. They're all honest the, the, for their times. Spider-Man is a really timeless fucking story. You can't really fuck up Spider-Man. Yeah, but the Tom Holland one is such a pre-him fitting into his Spider-Man role and so teenage and meme It's because Tom Holland is going to look 19 by the time he's 40. Probably. He's got the ageless gene. You know. He's Asian. No, no. Oh, fuck. So the, anyway, the leader, the lancer, yeah, the, the lancer, heart. the heart, and then there's the um, smart guy and the strong guy. So these five okay. can be found throughout of all, kind of all of storytelling in very broad strokes, and you can kind of in, intuitively figure out what they might do, what they're gonna do in again very generic terms, and how they're gonna play off of each other, and. Mm-hmm. We, as I think, honestly, as a species, are so storytelling is so ingrained in our natures because you know we grow up with like uh, fables, and then and yeah. then we we absorb uh, culture based on ye old and Greek storytelling because we're still yeah. doing that, and and yada yada yada. Everyone functions with these already built in. I don't have to do shit. That was basically Jung's whole proposition really? about the world. Huh? That's just collective so unconscious. Jung likes. Like, Superheroes? He has books written about archetypes. Oh, in oh. a sense, he kind of does. Yeah. He kind of loves superheroes. To be yeah, fair, I've ignored a lot about German philosophy and psychology. I mean... It's because I went to German school and I never want to see it again. Anyway, oh, yeah, that, that's something sense. that happens. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. But, but you know what? Now that you've said it, I kind of want to read it because like the other I'll German... I'll fel- book. It's unfinished. Hmm. Ah, my best kind of books. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so uh, these, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know why I'm explaining it so emphatically. It's probably because of the fictive audience, which I just pointed at. Um, he was pointing at the screen. Yeah. At you. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I was kind of. I, I kind of <laughs> aimed for good. the screen, but I don't have my glasses on, so it's it's right. It's big. It's right there. And also, I'm white. I can't aim for shit and can't can't catch shit. Yeah. Oh, there you. You know, that's why I played basketball as a kid because I couldn't, and I really wanted to, and now I I know I'm short. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. So okay. curious, so, who's yeah. who in our campaign? Right. Okay. So, um, so first, let me let me just go over these just slightly in case you know the yeah. last two. They're kind of self-explanatory, but you know we'll give them a nod. Uh, but the first couples of right. The, so, for example, the leader is kind of always the the one role who drives the narrative, whether they want it or not. And I feel like in a good story, this uh, is not one guy. This has to be, uh, if, if it is a story with multiple protagonists, unlike the Bible, <laughs> right? Multiple people have to share the, the load. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's called the bukkake. <laughs> right. So multiple people have to bukkake this. So so if you okay. if you spread the butt butter. Oh god. <laughs> butter. <laughs> Cheese toasty. Oh. Yeah, there you go. So if you storytell this magma a bit. <laughs> We could play this game all night long, but no, I last for three minutes at a time. Advance the plot, please. <laughs> okay, yes, yes, yes. So, that's what you... Uh, okay. <laughs> you motherfucker. I'm sorry. Everyone okay. listening is going to be like, what the fuck are they you talking about? You let me about? out of the... Is this co- smart? Is this dumb? I don't get it. <laughs> yes. I don't Hold on. Get it. Is this the tagline? Is this smart or dumb? Tonight's episode? Yeah. Deep okay. or dumb? <laughs> Deep or dumb? Is that? Hold on. I feel like that needs to be a porn award. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. So so the, the leader drives the plot whether they want it or not. It is a kind of a fate foretold burden that they kind of have to adapt to. Sometimes, usually, in, in, in good stories and deeper meanings than just action happens because thing needs to do be done. Uh, usually this this thing is kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy and you can't quite tell who is in charge of moving the plot forward. Is it the consequences of the the actions of this role or is it the role itself being proactive? You never okay. know because it's, it's a self-influencing thing to keep a story both active, reactive and kind of relatable from an audience standpoint which is vicariously participating, but also quite static in every medium except video games, and to some extent even video games. Right. So that's the leader. It's something needs to happen in their near moral or physical vicinity. Then there's the Lancer. He's exactly like the first guy, but fucking hates him. Yeah. To some extent. So the Lancer usually is kind of the the, the other half of this coin, but... You might notice as a foil. Yeah, yeah. Thank a you. Foil, yeah, you said a that, foil to the protagonist. You said that last mm, time too. Thank I you did, so I much. Remember. Uh, so yeah, it's it's whatever the protagonist is not. This guy is, but he's equal. Well, guy, chick, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, it is equally able to drive things forward as the protagonist is, but is also a fucking dick about it. No questions asked. So, for example, yeah. it's it might be you know with if Aragorn is the good. Uh, kind of rushed, but also going into his role leader, right? Who wholesomely kind of binds the group together, blah, 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 blah. Then, you know, there's Boromir who goes, the ring is best in my hands. I'm going to take it from you. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, I just spoiled a movie for you, but it's also a book from the 50s, so it's okay. Nah, are we good? Uh, d- no, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're good. They're it's fine. still an old movie. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, right, at this right? point. So, so Boromir does... It, you know, he could, he could definitely take Aragorn one-on-one, right? Or the other way around. You never know, because they're complete fucking equals. But yeah. Boromir is also kind of a fucking dick. Yeah. Because we're made to empathize with the first one. To be fair, right, the Lancer or the Foil thank you, uh, has as much um, validity, direction, and uh, kind of agency on everything that happens as the protagonist, the, the leader, but he's not likable because it's an uncomfortable point of view. Maybe he makes things out of, you know, the, the greater good, but whatever he sacrifices along the way is kind of questionable. He lives in this moral gray area where the face of a group cannot live because someone has to represent the likable things or mm. the relatable things. If you're made to like the villain, then they're the fucking leader, you know? Right. And then maybe the 
quote unquote good moral standpoint of the story is going to become the foil of the whole plot because they're not presented as relatable. That's also crux in this group. That is solved for the most part by the third one, the heart. Or, you know, because we've done this for a while and now figured out that women can also do things in movies. Uh, the chick. Thank you, Hollywood. I guess. I mean, Catwoman still fucking sucks. <laughs> it, it does. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but can it sucks. You, can you move the, the thing a little like bit this? further? No, oh, move the thing further away from the microphone. Because like it's like right like up. Yeah, there you okay, go. Okay, cool. And move the microphone like slightly away from you. Just like slightly. Like this? Pointed towards you. That's a little bit to the to my left. To my left. To my left. There you go. Congratulations, our second dick. All right, I keep going. I feel like <laughs> I was second dick before. I don't know what you did. It's fine. Anyway. So, well. Oh, hell, the heart. Where, where did that come from? Stop, please. Oh, go, no. <laughs> this has just become an audio drama. Wait, that's not a peep. Can you add dungeon sounds? Dungeon sounds? Just add dungeon sounds. Like chains running on concrete or something. Can do. Rattling noises and then... Ah! That blew out. I said, I'm sorry! No! Yeah. Keep going. Who brought the German out? Get back, Gunther! Get back! I'm not in danger. I am the danger. So kind of this is why we like D&D, &D, by oh, the way. For God. those of you uninitiated, it's because, uh, well, I'll keep talking. So, yeah. uh, so that's self-explanatory. The, the, the fucking, the heart is the thing that keeps everyone together in spite of the fact that everyone else is a shithead. It's also well referenced to as the, let's say, emotional or moral glue of any group. Yeah, it's, glue. Yeah. So this, um, this lovely cum stain. But... <laughs> force me to be stupid because I'm easily distracted. What anyway. were you talking about? What? What were you talking about? Come. <laughs> Before that. Thank you. Very sticky subject. Let's turn it back. Let's point the, the, the goo to us now. Yes. So Ooh, these are the five yes. main so, the goo right. to my face and, now. And then... Mm. Say ah. So <laughs> is this a Nickelodeon show with like the fucking... <laughs> the, the fucking oh, green the, goop the, from the... the goop, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Why flubber. Why do they do that? Are you healthy? Fucking no. You have green goop. Are you healthy? Are you eating right? Green goop. <laughs> Ew. Those are called boogers. Hey, so doctor, could, uh, is it okay if my goop scream? What? Uh, sir, what the fuck is goop? How did you get in here? How did you know about Gwyneth Paltrow's goop? Oh my... No, Jontron, get the fuck out! <laughs> okay. Right. So how this relates to them is the fact that uh, in... In D&D, which is kind of, it's, I like to describe it as interactive and reactive storytelling with yeah. extra fucking steps. Because it is, it's, and also, you know, kind of a solid third, very amateur acting. Yeah. Which honestly is kind of the best part if you're in it to, 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 to make, make, make you feel like you're alive. <laughs> I think sorry. I got a bit personal there. I know, a bit subjective. Uh, well. It's better than the alternative, which we all kind of saw. Killing people. No, Wait, not sorry, caring what? about killing people. <laughs> anyway, so how how it, it turned out, or it turns out with, with these fellows, is that even though, indeed, every specific role that they inhabit, like, um, for example, um, I was, what names can I mention other than your own? 
I think everybody's fine. Oh, okay, cool. So, like, for example, we've got one guy, Eddie. He's playing a a very, very stereotypical, like, human fighter, right? He, he, He looked at the game and went, you know what? The guy is 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 medically fucking trained in real life. He's he's very yeah. fucking smart. He's a he's, doctor. Yeah. Well, uh, I, d- did he go back to being a doctor? No, he's a doctor, he's a doctor and, and a turn, programmer. Turned programmer. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he has the title of doctor and he also does programming. Do I need to emphasize more how smart this motherfucker is? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. Go. Good. Keep going. Yes. That's kind of <laughs> what I knew. Uh, so. This guy is really smart in real life. And within the game, he looked at the classes with like one eye closed and the other guy away from the table. And he went, I want to, I want to, I want to hit shit. <laughs> and we went like, wait, what? Hey, uh, big, strong and hit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we can do that. Like how big and strong? Like the biggest, the strongest fucking, let's fucking go. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so like a gladiator? No, no, no. Like the gladiator. Oh, so we're talking oil. Yeah. And the no nipples. We, yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> we're going to get to that. So so, Atro- so now let me present Atrox, Eddie's character. So Atrox has been a gladiator all his life. Now we're going to ask, wait, all his life? Yeah, yeah, all of his life. Shit, don't ask questions. He's Baby a, smash. He's a Spartan, basically. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. But he's a Spartan just because he fucking wants to. Now the catch with that is that the second thing he described was he, he wears chainmail. And then we went, oh, right, so, like, what color is the padding underneath? No fucking padding. So we commonly decided within three seconds of not even rolling this character's stats that Atrox has no nipples. They've been chafed off. <laughs> Long time ago. We have the smoothest, oiliest man in existence. Oh, God. We do. And we're, we're going to go up the weird scale from there. <laughs> he had to put his jaw back twice so far. Oh, yeah, by just doing... I'm good now. Can we go? And then he got knocked out again. We're going to get to that. That's yeah. fine. So, because we're going to do the, the like sports commentary of the whole campaign, right? I mean, I guess. This is... <laughs> I don't see why not. Yeah. This is fun. Perfect. Then then I'm going to turn it over to you to get, you know, inspiration out of game. Because by now, you guys need it. We're going to get there. So, then uh-huh. we've got probably by definition and by how he's acted so far, the only actual consummate professional character. Uh, we've got what Kalin plays, a guy called Gamil Raesi, a kind of like a... a, a, a the motherfucker. A, the mo- the mother literally fucker. the motherfucker, right? <laughs> the a, silent, strong witcher. Yes. I'm a witcher. The, the what, what was it? The, just, going to your Gamil. <laughs> just oh just God, no. So, you know... I'm an the, emo, emo witcher, the, actually. The uh, wondrous traveler of the sands, what it was, bo- born by the heat and molded by the blade. He had a whole <laughs> fucking speech that he, oh, did, he did in Holy one, shit. like, I'm going to get there. But yeah. legit, this guy <laughs> is the definition there. of edgy and cool, but he proved it every episode by just not doing shit when he was not supposed to. Yeah. It's so simple. He's functional, which is kind of, well, you're going to see the rest of them are not. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So then nope. we have, um, then we've got... Honestly, the most endearingly, wholesomely growing one of the bunch, we've got Ugvar, the Orcan Barbarian. Yeah. He's very polite. He considers everyone's point of view. And you should definitely talk all decisions before making action. Yeah. That's Ugvar. Ukvar also knocked a guy flat twice in the same <laughs> fucking fight, decapitated the motherfucker sideways. And what what the fuck else did he do? I don't know. Man, I feel like he hit three times during this whole campaign. We've been doing this like, what, a month and a half? 
and Ugvar just fucking railed, nailed, and splayed a guy out with one action every time he did an action. Yeah, basically. Ugvar is the OP. Hulk if the Hulk had achieved Chim. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. a reference for you Morrowind fans out there. Right, so, but am I wrong? No. No, well, no. I, I promised him a fucking top hat. He's an absolute fucking gentleman. <laughs> Except to the one woman of the group. He told her to shut the fuck up like <laughs> <laughs> He was entitled. Yeah, right. no, no. He's he... a gentleman, but uh, I'll bite a beast. No, no, no. Know, no. A 50s gentleman. He... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, he's a postmodernist. I'll, I'll argue on that one. He's postmodern because he gives everyone equal <laughs> opportunity. Yes. These fists know no gender. <laughs> They're rated E for everyone. <laughs> I swear to God, look, if oh Ufar met God and a despot, he would punch them both out if they talked out of turn. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Ufar. Ufar's a very nice guy. He tips when he remembers what money is. Because <laughs> he plays dumb and really smart at the same fucking time. I don't get it. Whatever, it works. Yeah. Then we've got, oh, fuck. Uh, oh, did I forget a name? I didn't forget a name. Uh, Qu Quetzal. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Quetzal. Quetzal. Just Quetzal. So, yeah. Quetz for friends. Q for short. Q for bond. Quetzalcoatl. The name of the Mayan yes, Aztec right. god person. So snake he plays, god. Snake bird thing. So he plays two things snake bird that... God, yeah. yeah. So he plays two things that shouldn't go together, but go surprisingly well together. A lizard person <laughs> and a paladin. Those are the same person. Now what that means is that inherently, by D&D standards... He doesn't naturally have morality. Their species is very utilitarian. They eat their dead. Everything they do is for the good of their community and for the con continuity of the race. And they do not really... Well, he's a dragonborn, right? He's not a... We're going to get there. But, see, he hatched out of the wrong fucking thing because he just... his The egg where he hatched from... And, yeah, I, you know, some purists are going to go, but dragonborns don't hatch out of... Shut the fuck up! Thank you. My universe, my rules. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has 42 I, I pages of lore. I finally have agency somewhere. Anyway. <laughs> I have control over one aspect of my life. I promise I'll use my powers for <laughs> No, you <laughs> no. won't. No. No. Right. So, Bob Ross, if you... We're, we're going to get there. <laughs> I, I, by the way, I, I saw a, a, a meme. What if someone switched out Bob Ross for uh, the, the cooking guy, Gordon Ramsay? Mm. That would be amazing. Right? That would be amazing. I so want to see that. Angry Put the Bob fucking paint on a fucking canvas, you <laughs> fucking sandwich. No, like, splat. this fucking sucks. <laughs> Give me another one. What? A pupil. <laughs> anyway, right, uh, back to the point. So then, uh, you know, so Quetzalcoatl is, is a character who really embodies the aspect of good. He doesn't know what real world morality is, but he applies it every fucking time. <laughs> so this paladin, while having the best intent, has... Gone to Ladies of the Night, uh, got himself shit-faced drunk, uh, worked with the main villain of the campaign several times, <laughs> said yes to absolutely every fucking violent thing that they've ever wanted to do, until two of his friends were executed in front of him, and only then did he realize, wait, hold on. <laughs> Consequences are I real. Like, uh, well, that, but also his first, his first ever thing was, wait, but I could heal them, right? Mm, yeah, like three months from now. Oh, good. No, no, not you. Someone who could heal. Ooh. Paladins are weapons. Oh, yeah, I am a weapon. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> and then he got it. It was beautiful. 
the moment was so serendipitously fucking stupid. I, I really have him at heart. <laughs> I get it. That's how we all started out playing D&D back in the day. You know, we, we made... I, I made what the fourth... Fourth? One, two, fifth? Fuck, I lost track. I didn't even name you yet. Uh, no. One, two, three, four. Fifth, the Pyromancer. Yeah. Yeah, so the Pyromancer is, is I feel like, every baby's first D&D character. Because <laughs> that's what I made when I first started out in high school. I made a sorcerer who could, uh, you know, control fire, and he burned everything that he saw because oh, he was Mr. edgy. Mr. Rob. Mr. Rob, yes. Uh, Winslow yeah. Rob, I think? Could be. Or, well, actually, I'm supposed to say allegedly known as Winslow Rob because Winslow Rob is a man of many tricks, Wait, none of them honest. He is first a charlatan, yeah, second Winslow a sorcerer. Rob. And he plays a guy that's been down on his luck since before he found out what luck was. He also has powers that can sh- kind of shape reality around him. Bad combo. Because <laughs> as opposed to Quetzalcoatl, which is kind of his best friend, Mr. Rob knows that he has no morality. Yeah. And he's fucking fine with it. As long as he lives and gets by good. Well, he, well, he was like a, a petty thief, a pickpocket. He was a one charlatan. Day. He's yeah. a swindler first and a sorcerer a very distant second. Who just discovered at some point, like, oh, shit, I can, I can do fire. Cool, I can steal more money by yeah. doing fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, his only thing was, oh, hey, this can help me with I'm my day job. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can save myself from from who? Me. I think the one thing I discovered from the last campaign, I the last play, playthrough I was in, was not only is a pyromancer, he's pyromaniac. He's pyromaniac. Oh, he has so much potential to become a villain. Oh god, so much. Now, to be fair, I think I I honestly I think, think he's good-hearted though. Uh, he lacks been, morality in that sense, but I think he's good. He's, he's been talking well about that. I think he's gonna turn out a softy at the end, probably. Which is kind of endearing. You'll make him cry at the end when there's like this big fight and we're all, someone's going to die. And Unless somebody breaks no. him and he turns evil. Because that is an option. I can see that to, happening. To be honest. He wholeheartedly killed a friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, we're going to get there. So, um, then, uh, then there's out of the original bunch, there's you, right? There's Eli. Hi. Didn't we? I feel like we talked about Eli so much between the two of us that just oh, everyone sorry. knows. Everyone knows about Eli, but no one actually knows about Eli. So Eli no. is uh, what in D&D terms is known as a tiefling. Now, uh, I have horns and a tail and I'm red. So and he's flaming eyes. You know, it's it's red nightcrawler. Yeah, but I'm chill and I fuck around a lot and I play a loot. So, you know, it's red nightcrawler. <laughs> yeah. In the comics, by the way, you, you know how, how fucking cool he is in the comics? Nope. So nightcrawler in the comics, I'm just this small little I know nightcrawler, but. So he's also a pirate. He goes yeah. around with a cutlass. That's me. and Nightcrawler fucks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You described Eli. Now, <laughs> Nightcrawler, as opposed to Eli, is not at all conflicted about anything. No, that's true. He's a pretty chill, dude. Cause as opposed to Nightcrawler, Eli really wants to figure himself out. Nightcrawler's done that. He for wants a bunch. to find Daddy. Right, and there's a lot of whatever drama you'd expect about that. It's it's there. Yep. And you know what? It's formulaic. I kind of like them so far, right? Whatever I described so far, you're kind of thinking, oh, this sounds like an 80s cartoon. Yes. Yes, it does. It yes, is. it is. It is the <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons cartoon of the 70s. I feel like, you know, we've we've done an MTV interpretation of what that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that, but with a, with a, a light death thing of Beavis and fucking Butthead. 
Whoa, welcome to my crib. <laughs> well, but that's what I did with the main villain, though. So, Oh, yeah, you did. He just flung us. So none of us have ever played D&D. And we're just like, oh, fantasy. We're going to go kill goblins in a cave and shit. Nope. He just fucking flung us. <laughs> Right into the hands of the big bad guy, and now we work for him. In the middle of a political shit show. Before, yeah. before, honestly, I'll let you guys, hopefully this time, do a very coherent and cool retelling of everything you've done so far. Because, mm. man, so far, like, pre-episode recaps have been a fucking dumpster fire, including the ones that have had the whole session pre-recorded and then told back to me, <sighs> including those. They were a dumpster fire? Yeah. Why? Absolutely, because no one actually followed... All of the obvious things. I don't mean the things I planned for later and forget about them myself. No, 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 no. I mean the actual things. Whenever one of you guys didn't do the intro, it was so all over the place. Oh, so when we did it, it was good. Because you're actually really conscious about this fucking context, right? You got oh. into it. Well, well yeah, because Kalina yeah. and I were friends for like a million years and we share a same and brain cell like we do with you. Yeah. And we know how we want to advance the plot. Also, you know that there is one. <laughs> Well, yeah. That's also, true. we're both into storytelling yeah, and storytelling yeah, yeah. gods. Yes. We know the whole thing. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Well, this is what happened, and we pick what we say because we know that that's relevant for what's gonna happen. Now, I, I have a question before I describe the last character. Uh, should I? I mean, she's probably not gonna play anymore, so just don't this... be a dick about it. I guess. All right. So, early on in the campaign. Uh, so they, uh, they got recruited, the, the initial group, which was Atrox, you know, uh, Eddie's character, and then these, these two guys' characters. Gamil and Eli. Yeah. Uh, your characters. Original, yeah. Got recruited out of jail by, um, a bartender who was down on his luck because his pub had gotten broken into and stolen right from underneath him. Promised some money and things were kind of easy, right? Just clear out my pub and I'll pay you some, some cash. Easy. Cash. And cool, hard cash. <laughs> no, no. The cash? So does it cash? the way you said Untraceable it, you money. You're like, oh, they did end in some cash. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, to be fair, he's from the America-like continent. So, you know, mm. he speaks like a very bootleg Patrick Warburton. Oh, but he's not retarded. In, in, in character, <laughs> not out of character. I'm sorry. I like Patrick Warburton. No, don't get me wrong. If you ever do, he's never going to listen. Whatever. Yeah. So, anyway, the poison. The poison specifically made for cruise. Okay. <laughs> so they got recruited by that guy but a chef and his yeah. goblin a tinier version of the same chef Green Morty Green Morty Green Morty basically. we loved Green Morty we did he's dead now they're both dead they're both dead. he died by fire Ooh thanks to this character can't be okay anyway hoo-wee non-existence is no longer pain <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what he saw, thought going out so anyway they got recruited out of, out of straight out of jail and went, okay, you got to beat these guys up and clear out my pub. So they did. And very early on in the story, I introduced this second in hand to a very, very low ranking lieutenant of the gang they were fighting. I don't think I actually gave the original character a name. You did at some point. I did at some point. I forgot about oh, wait, it. No, it was no, just I, got, a, I got it. Like the first guy we killed? It. The, uh, of the, so the elven no, the, lieutenant of the, the first guy we killed. Uh, you killed. Yeah. No, the no. chick. The chick. Yeah, the chick. Yeah. She was the lieutenant of the oh, yeah, first, yeah, yeah. right? Because because yeah. I introduced her as an NPC. We're gonna get to that. My God, this is a fever dream for the people hearing this. It's fine. You'll they're, piece it they're together. They're not gonna get anything. But maybe they get curious. Well, 
something something cat said a second brought it back it's you know what by the way while you look this up mm-hmm. curiosity killed the cat but satisfaction brought it back does because that's the whole quote right that's the whole saying rona rona right and i raced it i don't know why well because be, because said player which we will not name due to politeness gave her a different way stupid fucking name and pissed on my on my whole <laughs> setting up of this character as able body it was your i was like hey can my friend play and you were like yeah sure and we talked and then we figured out what she wanted to I play i really as. thought it'd work out man and, and then and you were like and you were like oh i know exactly you can play this other character that i have and you can just replace her because i wanted to be nice all right, all right, cool. and the universe taught me not to be anyway <laughs> So the final character was was uh, before it was a player character. She was portrayed as this this very morally gray but very able, um, lo- very very low ranking lieutenant that went uh, double agent against her own gang for her own safety. The friend of the party has started to have some banter with them. You know there was there was some I liked where that was going. I swear there was now, a flirty thing happening between. There was a real sexual th- sexual tension there. I'm sorry, it was fun, okay? That was real. I'm a a bard. That's what I do, baby. You know, you get... I created sexual tension with the initial chick that that got us out of of jail as well. The one that gave me my dog back. I think by by this time, you flunked out on the date, too. I was supposed to have a date with her? You forgot, huh? Of course I forgot. Shit. He fucked an angel. Yeah, fair enough. That shit doesn't matter. That bitch doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) No, baby. You fucked Celestial. Uh, Yes, I did. um, (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to append this. Uh, they're called Asimar as a player race. They Asimar. are Asimar. <laughs> so you know what you're you in for. You should check the Asimar <laughs> on that. <laughs> there right. you go. So uh, the the uh, race is like Eli is a tiefling, which means a half devil. Mm-hmm. Asimar are influenced by Celestials. Now in D&D, Celestials are a very wide range, ranging from, you know, like gods of many pantheons to angelic figures to... I think even Judeo-Christian nods here and there. Okay. Every religion kind of works, but it, but you, if you squint at it, it's not the same thing, so we're okay. All right. So that's D&D religion for you. Uh, so, well, whatever. So I introduced this character as very, you know, very edgy cool, right? The elven female rogue. She had her role to play. And then I thought, you know what? We got this. I can give her over and it can be fun. And it turned into a completely different character because of, I don't know what, because during <laughs> character creation, we talked about all of the aspects that, that the character was supposed to embody and, and where her role play was supposed to be. And People we, are different and they play characters but differently. But the thing is that, that, that said player, she agreed upon these things initially. She went like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. You're right. Oh, shit. That's, I can work with that. You, we can do something with this. And, and the discussion initially was yeah. very, very cerebral. It was very good. And then the first episode where she entered the, the, the table went about and, well, to say that Dribble, yeah, Rona became Dribble the Elf. You know, the thing that Isigs do when you don't maintain them well? He's so pissed off. I am, because I'm very elitist about this shit. Yeah. Well, anyway. It's a game. It's just game. No need to be mad. <laughs> it's just game. No need to be mad. Oh my god, memes. It's just game. I chop off your hand. Eh? There you go. No problem. <laughs> we're we're just all gonna gonna go. Hey, Melikov, Melikov. Yeah, anyway. of course, Melikov, best character. Oh, we'll get there. Uh, but I'll I'll turn it over to you immediately. So I'll just you know the final character, which whose whose consequences on the story have propelled them more forward than they could ever have imagined. And not the best way possible. No, you know, I think for the greater scope of the campaign, 
it doesn't always have to be good moments morally. It doesn't always have to be good moments as satisfaction. Unsatisfactory things <laughs> and and really I morally cucking experiences can be very, very rewarding when you solve your own shit later. Hate can be just as unifying as <laughs> <Right>? achievements. <laughs> right? That is true, yeah. Yeah, so look, looking at this uh, from a very emotionally driven Sith-like perspective, this can really fucking work. For the rest of us. Yeah, of course. To tie us in together, to be like, let's not do wait a that anymore. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We were talking about the kind of half-aimlessness of the early on group dynamics, and I think I just found the solution. Y'all hate the same fucking character. <laughs> And it's none of the villains. Yeah, no, Melenkov's cool. Byron's well, useful to each of us in some way. Uh, we'll get there. We'll we'll get there. Well, except for except for Kalina. Not for me. Not for the Paladin also. Not Paladin. Because we, we, we want to kill him. We, I mean, I, so, no, no, no. If you have time, something prepared, no, 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 of course not. Of course not. No, no. He's a good so, DM. By this point, I think I, I should fully turn the reins over to you people and just go, um, actually, if it's necessary, but I don't think it'll be necessary, go. What do you want so, us to... Tell, you tell them what you went through. I mean, if we were to get the whole story, it would be to take the whole bunch. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to um, take the whole you know, story. Right? You know what I? Summary, you know what I, I like? Uh, we can treat this as a sports commentary kind of thing of a whole football yeah, let's, season, let's right? Do highlights before. or something. Yeah. Or let's do what we always do, and let's do the meta thing of it. Well, I mean, sports what? commentary is meta if you think about it. I don't watch sports commentary. I have I mean, no idea what you're talking about. You know, out of the three of us, I really thought he would be more into sports. No, he's not. Absolutely not. Fair enough. No, ne- ne- none of us are. Way into more into sports. sports, never watch sports. The only thing yeah. I ever watch, I think it was maybe twice in my life, the gym- Olympic gymnastics. Huh. And maybe t- below um, less than five soccer games. <laughs> I mean, I feel like well, everyone watched one of those with their father. No, <laughs> yes. ironically not with my dad. Huh. Ironically not. Because I've decided at a young age I'm not going to get into football. And a very simple... <laughs> Thus barring off three quarters of the Eastern European <laughs> court ex- experience and purchasing the DLC packs right on. <laughs> I tried playing football once. I know. I had to play, <laughs> once? I had to play football. That wasn't a question. That was no, 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 no. Like, like in a professional team. Are you okay? Explain I, uh, professional. Explain, Michael, explain team. I, I think you're delusional. <laughs> Astra Vagwanera. I think you're what delusional. What the fuck? Wait. <laughs> it's like, it was like the, no, wait, uh, Astra? Yeah, when that was still a thing before. before. Astra Vagwane Arad. Yeah, there were like three teams. There was like Atletico, which is like the big Madrid, umbrella, yes. whatever. Yeah, but they have like different branches everywhere. There's okay. Uta, which is like the Arad one. Which, no, no, which is like. Yeah, whatever. Right. And the, then, the true cult metalheads of football in Arad. <laughs> and then before the Uta <laughs> Stadium existed, there was the Astra Stadium. Oh my. Uh, which I, I forgot where the fuck it was, but it was somewhere in Arad. There was the stadium. I only know it because I went to the circus there once. Mm, and to train no once. Idea Did you whatsoever. see the monkeys? Uh, I, was, I was put on the elephant and there's a photo of me on an elephant and I was crying because I was scared. No shit, it's an elephant. It's fucking yeah, big. Well, I, was, I was young. Anyway, uh, yeah, and I, they, they came to our school. I was in like primary school and they came and they're like, oh, we oh need professional. To- professional. <laughs> Whatever. They, well, they, the Secret Service did the same thing basically, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, there you go. Hey, uh, they're like, we need, no, we wait, need- I know this. It's from Edmund. Hey kids, do you like violence? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. They're like, we need we need the teams to try out whatever. We need to make a team or like a youngsters your age team. And I was like, all right, whatever, I'll, I'll do it. Oh, cool. And I went once and I almost fainted and almost fucking died. They made us run around laps. Who would have thought? No, but Who that's the thing. Like That th- white people <laughs> die from running. Yeah, there you go. 
We invented I was the a thing. Child. What the fuck? No, I was thinking, who, who would imagine people running in soccer? <laughs> no, no, that's not the problem. It's <laughs> like a wild concept. Holy shit, they have to do it along. They train, too. Oh, the, my God. The, uh, my favorite part of that was the fact now, that... Now, imagine Harrison only hears this part of this episode of this podcast, <laughs> yes. and he just goes ape shit in the most Australian way possible. <laughs> I don't know how to... No, that, that would be frightful. That would be frightening. Right? Yeah. Australian ape shit has to be a different level of <laughs> ape shit. Uh, okay, my, my, my favorite part of that whole situation was that after I had to run like a million laps, like full football stadium laps, and I, I was just like, I can't. I think I started crying while running because I, I just couldn't, I did, but I had to. So they were like shouting at me to keep running, so I was running, I was crying. Oh, child abuse. Uh, and Sports. And then, and then my favorite thing is they were like, all right, play football now. And I was like... I'm done. But that, no, that's <laughs> I've not... I've been the, done for a while. That's not, that's not the problem. The problem <laughs> the is fuck? that they... I'm assuming that most kids at that age know how to play football. Oh. Not the case with me. I was a, I was a nerd all my life. I didn't know how to fuck. I didn't know the rules of football. And they're like, right, play football now. And everyone just kind of like started doing something and playing playing properly. football. I was just there like, I don't know what to do. What do I do? Where do I run? Which team am I on? What do I what do I have to do? And I was just kind of running around kicking the ball. I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. I, I knew I had to shoot it in a goalpost. <laughs> like that, that but way. I didn't know which team I was on. I didn't know like because you know you have roles like yeah. the attacker to defend. I didn't fucking know. I was just kind of run around. Fucking kicking a ball. Dude, it's do more laps. When in doubt, do more laps. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. And then, and then I was. I'm like, on what? Uh, I'm a, I'm on the scout team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I was euphoric for like a few days. Yeah, it just sunk in. Okay. I was euphoric for a few days because you know physical exercise. Yeah. And then I didn't want to go anymore. And then a few, you know, physical exercise. Yeah, of course. And then a few weeks later, the same guy, like the, the director or whatever, Died. the team. No, he came over to our school and started guilt tripping the few of us who stopped going. What a fucking dick. Yeah, he was like, oh, you were there and I was sorry and you didn't come anymore. And I was just kind of like, um, I'm sorry. Sir, um, it's illegal sir, for you I'm to... Weak. No, no, no. Yeah. Sir, sir, it's illegal for you to say come to me. <laughs> anyway, D&D. Yeah. So, uh, it's still... What's guys. your favorite part so far? Like story wise, oh yeah, or like we could just we so could much just love that. this derailing. I know because I was studying with one single story of three sentences of why I never got into football, which is so uncharacteristic. <laughs> and then you went to a full tangent of child you abuse. You know me, I and named then the you tangents. never allow me to talk about it, bitch. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I asked you. <laughs> I wanted you to say something. Lovely. I'm sorry. Say anything. Do no. it. Come on. No, I refuse. Talk. I will not. <laughs> is that a John Cusack movie? Wait. I don't fucking know. No say idea. anything. It's a John Cusack movie. It's the thing where he holds up the boombox and a woman falls oh, in really? love with him because of music. Okay. That's how love works. You guys. Of course, music. Yeah, 80s. So yeah, football. I ne- know this. Never, I, never I was again. a teenager I'm, and I'm still mentally a child. That's how it works. <laughs> still have a boombox somewhere <laughs> just in case. Of course. In case of no, romance no, no. breaks I, ass. I unironically <laughs> do have a boombox because of that. Wow. That is very ironic. Edgy. That is very ironic. No, that, I feel like that's softcore edgy. It's edgy for boys who cry. Wait. You no, are a boy that's who emo. cries. No, 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 wait. Yeah, no, I just realized that is a thing. And I also do unironically like a lot of emo. Oh, shit. Was I emo without the clothing? Wait. Let's try it to was your remember soul. Your soul those days no, back no, 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 in no, 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 no. It's, it's sins, not tragedies. It's always sins, not tragedies oh, for me. Oh, okay. On. I went, you, I went a lever level deeper with yeah, with Hoffman Heights. You, you really did. <laughs> anyway, please, please save this. <laughs> save this. Okay, sure. I'll tell you. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll stop talking. We, we stretched the neuron out too thin. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's wet now. Go on. Amazing. So, 
Just let me finish the whole thing. One sentence, football, never again, never once, because I was outdoors and I heard one of my neighbors just screaming at a TV. And my young, maybe third grader ass was hearing that and thinking, I don't want to be like that. I'm not going to watch football. Wow, and so that was woke. It. And that was it. That's so woke. That was the whole story. That is, holy shit, he was a wise child. <laughs> I never want to be like that when I'm 30. But how old are you, Timmy? Nine <laughs> and exactly. a half. Exactly, that's how it went. In in a world where we made morality as gray as the sky, I never want to descend down that deep, dark pit of despair. What center front? Are you good this summer? No football <laughs> ever again. <laughs> okay, so favorite thing yeah. about the D and D? Because uh, I know saga. my my favorite like. I'm still finding my favorite part of it because although it is fun. And it's a fun game to play. We've discussed about this a couple of times, and then I brought it to the table. The people we are playing with, myself mm-hmm. included, we are now really that much into actually acting the characters that like we're playing. The role-playing part. Like it. the role-playing part. It's now, basically now, actoring. Um, actoring. See, actually, I'm going to be very supportive here. They're learning, and they're doing so great. You should see them. Oh, he's proud of us. No. My God. No, he's lying. They're a fucking shit show. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, no, but it, I do ironically love it. That, that, it's, that, and that it's lovable in its yeah, own it way. Is. But yeah, th- we're still fighting in that. And what I'm doing, what I, at least what I see, like the cool part about it, it gives everybody a place to unveil, unravel, and whatever express themselves, right? So far, you've been stoic and quiet. That is my character, <laughs> to be fair. So I'm kind of the most, the, the best actor because my character wouldn't say much. And it's unfair, but yeah, that is what it is. It's like the most wholesome mm. version of that's what my character would do that I've ever heard. Usually, it it ends up like it ended up this session, right? Stories of that's what my character would do usually derail campaigns. They don't keep them together. But go yeah. on, Mr. Exception, please. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. So uh, That's my thing. But I, what I see is the difference in, in the way we tackle the whole thing, right? Because okay. I've mentioned, I want to have a plan, I want to have a strategy, I want to have a tactic, because I know the guy who is putting the whole story in front of us is a maniac, and we need to put our heads together. <laughs> but nobody's aware of this, allegedly. <laughs> Even you saying that, and probably continuing with a few other characters and how they played their things, is just feeding him more, but more fucking fodder on how to fuck, to fuck be with fair, us. To be fair, and I've said this for, like, at this point, more than 10 years, I've always done this. I've always told every group of players, I will be unfair. I am not a fair storyteller. I do not abide by my... I do get high off my own supply. I do make all of the heinous fucking moves because that's what makes a better fucking roller coaster. Go on, sorry. And the roller coaster is definitely coasting. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The roller is coasting. (laughs) So I would like to have a strategy and actually think of things. The others are just figuring out how the whole game is actually played. Right, we're it not really talking between us. We're not really yeah. deciding anything. We're just the first carrot we we get in, in our faces. That's where we go, and that's what happens because we expect that's supposed to happen. It's not a by any chance a trap. That's no. interesting because I just figured out. Isn't this like the most Romanian way of playing, where you kind of <laughs> they spend more time trying to figure out the system <laughs> and how to benefit off of the system than rather just fucking playing the game and see? Well, I don't think they actually know that they're doing it. So like Which the is most even more Romanian. Romanian. Yes. That, okay, yeah, that is fair. That is wow. fair. fucking hit me. Is this the selling point? Because they they spend like sixty, at least sixty percent of the time asking you 
like, oh, can I do this? Or like, what happens if I do this and that? And and every, like, where they're I like, just fucking yeah, try sure. it or do it or don't do it or think. What would you think would happen? That like, is a problem. We need independence to us and we don't is, have that is yet. It, and we exactly, need in-character action. Hold on. Is stuff. it exactly like the, the, the one moment from Invincible where the guy goes, think, Mark, think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I EQ'd on all three lines. <laughs> You did, you motherfucker. <laughs> We're so a small sorry. room. So, so yeah, sorry. so what I'm doing is what I realized last last time we were playing when I brought the last whole... Last time. Last time. Okay. Two days ago when Wasn't you were there. not there. Yeah. When I brought the whole idea, the whole concept to the to the people at the table, right? And I s- started seeing that something was indeed happening, not in the way I would like to, but yeah, indeed happening. Mm-hmm. And my f- biggest challenge that I saw was just let people play. They will get it. They will eventually get it. <laughs> if a lot of casualties later, they will get it. They have to get it. There's no way. If I just uh, punch the table and say, no, we're doing this because this is the right thing to do and this is smart, it won't fuck up the game for everybody. Nobody's going to learn. Yeah, that's true. They'll hate you then. And we have a god that is uh, allowing people to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Violently. See, my, To my... be fair, I killed almost no one. No, I... I wait. No. <laughs> No, I, I have half a casualty this campaign. Half a casualty. And it's one of my own NPCs. Yeah. One and a half NPCs and all of the enemies were killed by them. I have not been violent to them. I've never accused you of being violent. I just said you will give people the, the opportunity to learn. A psychopath doesn't need to be violent. You think I don't know that? <laughs> <laughs> See, my favorite part of, of this entire experience of playing D&D was after, I think, the first... Uh, the first uh, time we played when it just fucking hit me like it dawned on me what is happening but it was after like a day after and I was just like I could have and I think I told you this in private I, think it, yeah. I was just like because we were playing right and then we had the the, the elven chick uh, bandit showed up before she was played by a real player it was an NPC and I did this like cool fucking thing where we try. well we all tried to sneak up on them and ambush them the bandits and we all failed all across the, the whole board. But the, miserably. Miserably. We tried miserably. sneaking and like the fire was sneaking. He, you know, dropped his fucking weapons like, oops, and then shit like that. And yeah. But then eventually we won and we won really cool. Like I think I did a really cool thing with the whole thunder blast wave thing. Where I kind of like strum my fucking guitar, like a wave. And then I fucking rolled the high roll and I pushed her through the window. And then I was like, oh my God, that this is so cool. And then the next day I just thought like I could have. This game is the best game on the planet because nothing can stop me from just asking my pet to poop, tore a bit of cloth off of my clothes, wrap the poop in my cloth, and just fucking slingshot it at an enemy to track him, <laughs> no, to on. AOE him towards me in, a, in a dark alley. I, I need and I a record like, scratch. I need right here. I need a record scratch. Yeah. Now, he could have said everything. Keep that in mind. He could have said absolutely anything. This game is based on all infinitism, whatever, right? All sum total of possibilities within within human imagination. Yes. I can sling poop. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And nobody's going to stop me. No, because... because You can not but react. <laughs> yeah, because what I did, it's you fucking, Colleen, forced me. You were like, oh, send the tiefling up ahead to attract them because they're racist against tieflings. And I was like, I don't want to fucking go up to them. I'm fragile. 
I have a guitar. I don't want to. I'm a. I'm an artist. I don't want to fucking put myself in harm dang, harm's way. So I was like, oh, I'll use my message skill to fucking lure him in. And I roll the fucking shitty dice, and I I fucked it up. And then based on that, I was like, oh, I could have done it in a really fucking funny way. And that's the first thing that was like, oh, I have a dog, a pet in the game. I could just take his poop and throw fucking poop like a monkey at him. No, no. Imagine that. He, <laughs> that would have been funny. That he has been like, had this dog in the game right? since day one. He constantly forgot about I the dog. constantly and, forget that he's there. And I, oh. bet you're, and I bet you're asked, the first time you're going to ask your dog in game to poop on command, he's just going to go like, huh? Who are you? Marv? <laughs> See, I had... Just, the record's going to drop. Hold on, Stephen. I know I am an animal. But this, this is debasing me. Uh, I mean, Worf. <laughs> I mean, uh, dude, yeah. the last campaign we played that I was there like two weeks ago, yeah, like whatever episode. fucking weeks ago. Yeah, Second episode. to last episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, we started off with, with the bad guy having a speech. Yeah. And I wasn't really sure before that where the whole thing was going, right? Because th- the episode before so, that. Small parenthesis, yeah. Exactly. You you left it off where our fighter, Eddie Atrox, pissed him off, and he was starting to do something that seemed like he was going to fuck shit up and attack us. So when we started that episode, I was like, I need to fucking do something because I don't know what's going to happen. And I thought, but you played it really well. Well, he Eddie couldn't make it. Yeah. Physically to the the, the session, he had a thing. So you're gonna get it up. It was obvious, yeah. So it was <laughs> obvious that like you were gonna do something to cool everything down and continue a civil conversation or whatever, right? So I was like, well, there's no need for it. But if you would have been there, I had this whole plan figured out of right when you were gonna attack or start a speech or something. I was gonna like, wait, I apologize, and you've been like, for for what? For, and I've been yeah. like, um. And I would just point forward and like I'd I'd say that my dog is on the stairway right in front of you taking a shit during your big badass speech. And then I'd be like, I'm so sorry. He does this all the time. I'm really sorry. Can we just go like, off into this this fucking uh, HR caring thing? Exactly. Like, it's, it's, no, does anyone it's, have a tissue? Yeah, no, that's not. Like, yeah. He doesn't like this tissue. I was no, gonna you, do exactly wow. that. If Eddie would have been there, I I was really good? ready to do. I know, but you you started off chill. You didn't start off with like oh, I'm I'm gonna. So I was like, well, there's probably no need to. I was, but then someone else did something else that was funny, and I was like, yeah. well, whatever. I'm gonna. There's no point for me to fucking stand up. You know, we're not gonna put an obvious, non-revertible danger characters whose players can't make it. Yeah. That would be kind of shit. But that's the thing. That's what I discovered. That like I can just do crazy shit. That's not too crazy to break the immersion or the game. Not not stupid shit. <laughs> but about just that, stuff we're gonna get that, to that, right? <laughs> We're well, gonna we're gonna talk about that, but just stuff that's like funny and like in character, especially for me, right? Because I'm like the com- the, the comedy relief of the group, I guess. In I mean, some you sense. you want to be? I, I saw that you want to inhabit that, but when but shit, I'm also one when, of the most dramatic characters. When when shit gets <laughs> real, you get real emotional. I did well. Yeah, I had a whole fucking conversation with the big bad guy where he told me about my dad that uh, my b- whole backstories that I'm looking for my dad, and I was kind of there like, oh, I was like half. Paying we've kind re- of we've kind of been doing a half crying. Co- I, I, yeah, I call yeah, it yeah. half crying you because I, we're yeah. both really at the halfway point. To but crying. it's really pissing me off because at the same time where I need to pay attention to you to like immerse yeah. myself and not break that, yeah. I also have to fucking take notes. So well, kind of you like you don't have half, to take like, points huh, every like, fucking sh- moment. You can take the the notes after the thing cools down. Because you're not going to forget in like one minute. Also, after we talked about it, there's like three or four of us that took notes. Constantly. And one guy recording the whole fucking thing. Which is uh, which is insane. 
which is absolutely insane. The the guy really goes through two and a half hours, maybe three hours of yeah, of people talking over each other constantly, and goes, "Okay, I can extrapolate this." Hey, hey, did dude. he? Because I wasn't there for the most part. Yes, but you're still not satisfied that he did doing it in our way. Well, uh, you know why? Because 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 he he takes up so much mind space in his own perception of the game with I need to catalog this information. Yeah, it did and seem like he was very v- way too detailed about really non-important things. Yeah, that for one, like he's not allowing himself to be fully immersed in a subjective point of view because of that. That's the he's one thing to I disagree. Pay attention with. to everything. I, I, trying yeah, to meta analyze. Well, to be fair, he's also fine. listening to the whole thing afterwards. So maybe he just wants. Yeah, that's he it. Picks up all the details that know we were gonna miss, and yep. he has the advantage well, of doing that. He listens to everything very intently twice. See, that's the thing. I wasn't there for the last time, but the previous time when I was there, he still did that, and he didn't record. It's, he just noted shit. Fine. Well, now you he know, records. Yeah, fair. It's it's okay, you know. But but I did tell yeah, him, you know, just get a bit more in the moment. It's fine. Go in character. No, no, no. Just allow yourself to vicariously go with this, right? Yeah. Instead of analytically. Because you miss yeah. a couple of the points that a person going through an emotive state of mind would pick up fucking instantly. And for the most part, you all did. Like, uh, a lot of the points that I feel I made with certain characters that really went across were not logical points. At any of the points that I uh, went exposition or explaining details or relating to any of you people with any of the characters that I have to play, none of those were logical. And everyone, well, bar one, got all of that. Like, with no fault. Because emotions is the natural human way of conveying information in a way that you can absorb it very quickly and very wholesomely. That's how we're wired, by storytelling, to absorb so that's, you know, that's normal. The game's only an RTS to you. To us, it's a first-person RPG. I mean, I don't want it to be an RTS to me either, because I, I want to get lost in that, too. Well, I, you do, because that's just the way you are. But to you, as a DM, you're a D- RTS. Like, oh, yeah. You see no, everything definitely. from above, and you know what's happening. We don't really aren't supposed to know everything that's going on. We're just, like, living through it, right? Hey, now, Whatever we perceive. here's what they don't know. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, well. Like, I, Neither I, do we. I do have, like, you know, like you said, 40 pages of lore, but every week I wing half of the content. And well, it's mostly because you guys fly off the rails so far. <laughs> Take it away. Uh, so, see, that, that was like when I went, like, favorite bits, highlights of it. That yeah. was like mine. It was like the realization that I can fucking do anything. And it's the best game ever. Yeah, but I still struggle with this in a way because it's easier for you and also for. Uh, who maybe maybe Mr. Rob's character to be more goofy oh Mr. Rob don't give a fuck exactly mm. they don't actually give a fuck like I keep thinking of the whole thing like this is the normal actions that we were supposed to take this is the like how would you approach the whole yeah. thing I mean to be fair a character who is very driven on a, a single clear uh, very, I am a man on a very, mission very in reach yeah. looking goal right I should kill that which is opposed to me I know this I know that he d- does wrong. I I have confirmation that he is morally corrupt. There we go. One plus one, five. Fuck. <laughs> you know that's how I feel. Like he's he's right now in the in the mental state of God damn it. I have to make this work, but the math just does, cannot make sense. No, cannot. Absolutely cannot. Because how am I the fuck am I supposed to fight the big baddie at level two out of twenty? That but too. I, that yeah. too. But you what's know. a level? 
Everybody knows yeah, what's yeah, a level. It's fine. It's I meant like in character, right? There's no such thing as a level. You know, I've had DMs who uh, who do that. Like meta game in, uh, in a very weird way. Like I've had this one guy. Uh, he had in game, which you know, up to that point, it's kind of excusable. Like he had an adventurers league in game, and the first episode, we got issued adventurers passes. I'm like, wait, we need paperwork for this shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Hang on, can I can I just go on my merry way? No, no, you have to report to the authorities. Authorities? Who the fuck? The okay, fine. And the guy went, well, this says you are a level one. Uh, excuse me, what can you do? What? Hmm. I'm a what? No, I'm... He met a game that into the plot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. And I was like, I was very offended in and out of character. I went like, no, I'm Gordon Malak, Orkin Barbarian Gladiator from the, the Westlands. I fight everything that I don't fuck, and I fuck everything up because I don't know how to fight. <laughs> I'm not a level one. What the fuck does that? You're a level one adventurer. Ew. F fine. I'll wipe my ass with this paper. It'll cost you 24 gold. No, wait, fine, I won't. Jesus. I'm also poor and disenfranchised. It's <laughs> me. I am the poor. <laughs> and it ruined the whole Literally game for me. Literally an from, from right. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but also vaguely Texan. Very Again, vaguely Again, literally an orc from Bright. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's close. It's what do you close. want? Yeah, fair enough. Have you seen the movie? It's yeah, basically that. But more redneck. Think more redneck. Yeah, well. Gordrim didn't know what a hood was. He was that untainted by the world. His mom, Pa, worked on a farm. They wrangled goblins. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? A goblin. Mouth noises. That's an amazing goblin noise. Yeah, that so was yeah, but that's... he's dead now. Anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the kid other goblins can come by. I mean, I'm just saying. So that's a, the big problem that I have. Like, just the whole precipice that what I'm standing on is I should not want to join anything that we're doing right now. <laughs> no, yeah, technically. So it's a continuous moral dilemma. Well, what the fuck am I supposed with to do? Paladin. He's a fucking paladin. Oh, yeah, but he doesn't get the whole mission thing you as much. I, love? I, I think mm. actually your character is more in touch with what he's actually perceiving than he would think the paladin is. Like, I fully expect Gamil to go to the paladin. You're a moron. Yeah. My God. Untainted yeah. <laughs> child. Wake the fuck up. Yeah. And just yeah, slap same. the ever loving shit out of him. <laughs> I can see that happening. Right? But I need him to have a moment of complete <laughs> no. disillusion. Oh my god, I am postmodern now. <laughs> I'm sure that'll follow up at some point. He has plans to fuck with all of us, man. No, no, I have ideas. No, that definitely is going to happen. But as I was saying, this is my biggest problem. This is my biggest obstacle that I need somehow to pass by is I logically don't make sense in this whole thing. See... You like me, that's where it's that's weird. I'm completely <laughs> opposed to that perspective. I feel like his character is the one fucking thing that is the accidental glue. His makes sense. Because yeah. he acts like a real person. <laughs> exactly. That's my problem. <laughs> but, but every story has a straight man. You know? <laughs> the fuck do I act like? Like a thiefling. <laughs> what does that mean? No, uh you act like you have something very personal at stake, which you do, right? But that completely re remo completely removes any logical gameplay in the heat of the moment, which is good, right? Because okay. you have that you have that thing where you want you want a certain bit 
of something for yourself. Oh, it's and it yours. throws out the gameplay because instead of like, it, you know. It throws everything he, out the he window. He disarms dude. me immediately when he starts talking about the father or something like that. I'm just like, oh, fuck, I'm listening. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but not only with that, I feel like, you know, Eli has naturally displayed the mindset of, wait, it's something that I want. In any want that he would have so far. And how's that different to him? He contains himself. Hmm. He goes, hmm, hold on. You know, this smells like obvious evil. And you go like, ah, this smells like obvious evil. I'm in. <laughs> well, I know, I know I'm it fucking is. fucking tiefling. <laughs> see? <laughs> you seen it yet and now? <laughs> These two people woke up early Thursday morning in the same jail cell hall, uh, ridden hallway and went, oh, you're here too, huh? Yeah. That was the start of the campaign. They were that just was. in jail. And somehow, it works. <laughs> Criminals, huh? Magic. What do you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah magic. Magic, yeah. magic, magic of friendship. I don't know, but I feel like I, I in during the gameplay, I personally feel like my character gravitates a lot towards yours. Because you're the only fucking grounded one who is like always either in control or analyzing whatever's happening, where everyone's kind of like fighting, like, oh, why did you do that? Or what should we do? I don't know. And I'm kind of there, like, I want to do something, but like you said, I'm kind of insecure. Like, I'm not really sure what to do. So I kind of look at you and I'm going, like, what the fuck is he thinking? Yeah. And I'm thinking, how can we think this? thing three or four moves ahead yeah but i don't have the audience to talk to three or four moves ahead yeah, yeah. Fair. but that's what i'm saying like i always gravitate to you like i see you as the leader of this pack i mean last last episode it kind of shown through in a very natural way mm. uh in in two aspects you know when sure the, um, the yeah. <laughs> oh yeah sound oh, shit that sounded amazing right I, oh I, my I, God. I need to do that as well thank can you can y'all be sponsored by water Water. Not a certain water company, just... Shh, the chemical element. Oh! Fuck, that is the most satisfying thing I've heard this week. <laughs> that oh was really God. satisfying, holy shit. My real life cannot equal that water sound. Done. I. <laughs> water is never this satisfying in real life. Water. You're welcome, I, I think. Oh my god, I feel like I went through something religious, you know? <laughs> it would have been more satisfying <laughs> if it was cucumber-infused, but whatever. My god. <laughs> Difflings. <laughs> no. We're East European. What the fuck? We put it cucumber... It just tastes cu better. Cucumber make too wet? Water <laughs> tastes like cucumber. Yeah, which tastes amazing. It tastes like detox and health and just yeah, cucumber. No, but, you know, and just lampooning your want for health. Yeah, well, it's fine. Anyway, so, what were we talking Water. No, Leadership. before that. Right. Oh, Leadership. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I've, I felt, I saw this come through last time, and even though I know it, it's been marred by discussions out of game where, where you two went, okay, we need to start <laughs> avenging this shit because it's not a, it's not a Marvel movie yet. We're, yeah. We're heading into a fucking plane crash. And, to be fair, <laughs> yes. But also... Both things can happen at once, and we saw it exactly uh, last episode where blah 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 blah. They were working for the bad guys, blah 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 blah, and then uh, da, 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 they were working for one specific lieutenant of the black guy 
who is basically the black guy. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean it. I know. No, can you bleep that out? No, Some you're forgiven. Uh, we need the black guy on the podcast. It's <laughs> just what do you mean by that? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? That's racist. That's Kienka. Still it's not. We had him Kienka on the show. Racist? <laughs> dun dun dun. Can you be racist against your own kind? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I saw that there's uh, KKK members who aren't white. I've, by the way, weird. Yeah, I know, right? I've they just met, accept everyone. Right? I've met black guys from the Caribbeans who are very racist against black guys from Africa. To be fair, I think it's more about appurtenance to a behavior than a race. You just solved racism. Congratulations. I'll On the have, Tangents podcast, there's I'll no have, such thing as color. Oh. I'll have my horse blinders right now delivered to my address at... <laughs> All right, can you clean this body up right now? This fucking moron solved it again. <laughs> hey, uh, boys, we don't want this to happen again. Stop. No, no, you don't understand. We need racism. It's the, me- it's the, it's the <laughs> mechanism to make the world kill that guy who cured it. Who, whatever, cured it. Fucking solved it. Cured it? I don't fucking... No, play, that's... I was... <laughs> Hang on. I feel like there was a guy who tried to cure it, and he didn't have the best cure in mind. It's called eugenics. Oof. Anyway. Yes. To leadership. That was an interesting tangent right there. Thank you. I aim to misbehave. So, the, a special lieutenant of the bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Yada, who yada, yada. Is, um, who is basically what you get if you put the whole Spetsnaz in a blender and put it in a human mold. Okay. No? Right? Did I? Yeah. yeah. Kind of Accurate. a bad guy. Kind, and also, kind of a bad guy. Yeah, and also makes Yugoslavian war crimes for fun. Yeah. A Serbia, yeah. He directed a Serbian film. He masturbates a Serbian film. I think he has the written novel form and he reads it <laughs> lovingly before he goes to bed. He's like, he's That's like, how horrible Melenkov is. He's the guy who uh, played Saruman in Lord of the Rings, right? He used to read all the Lord of the Rings for Christmas. <laughs> it's Melenkov with oh, the yeah, fucking yeah. Serbian movie script. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, they work for him. They work for if a trench coat was a person <laughs> and also had knives. Yeah. And for some reason, one of the characters... <clears throat> who shall not be named, mm-hmm. uh, thought it was great, great, a great fucking idea to just start doing more lip service against this guy. Like, bad mouth in front of him. Like, overtly not obey the command of someone who doesn't really put much stock in the lives of their underlings. Yeah. So, of course, what happened was consequences. <laughs> Period. Yeah. I feel like this should be experienced from your point of view. I wasn't Cause, there. Because mine, mine is a bit too gleeful for the potential of the story. And also, I might sound like a sociopath. You already did. You were a bit of a sociopath in this yeah, case. Yeah, I know. Fine. Fine. No, from our perspective, it was just completely uh, helplessness. It was really? helplessness. Well, couldn't you do something? Can you what? like exactly knock her out? Why? Like, shut the fuck no, up. we tried. We tried to grab her, not to go. So basically, let me let me paint a picture. What happened was we had this this tavern that is our home base, right? Yeah, and we were going back to was? it. Is it still? It is. I mean, technically speaking, yeah. Can we still, do the magic uh, now to hide? Oh it? no, 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 no! It's just. Of course not. Oh, of fuck. course not. It's just the tavern right now. Oh boy. It's, I mean, the, the, I think the closet is still. No. Okay, we have a torture El- chamber. Eldritch. No, no, no. It's Eldritch metaspace of nth dimensions that does not contain the first four. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Mystical torture chamber. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
So we're going back home, basically, and through the window or through the through the door, we saw this bad guy. To the window! To the wall! To the sweat drops of my balls! (laughs) (laughs) What? Testicles? We see this guy with... To the sweat drip off of my testicles. Oh, my God. (laughs) I I read this somewhere on on fucking I I hope it was Reddit, but I feel it was 4chan. Mm. What if we treated all body parts like Greek heroes? Testicles. (laughs) Okay. Okay, move on. That's it. Is there any other (laughs) organ that sounds funny except for testicles? Hmm. Stomachles is not Uh, that good. uh, Duodenus. Duodenus. Okay, so we umbilicus, get umbilicus, umbilicus, umbilicus. <laughs> that kind of works. Yeah. So we're getting back home. We see this guy and the our friends Tom and the Goblin, which Kidney we were Stoakis. supposed to kill. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> what was the name of the Goblin? Uh, Jamha. Jamha. Not important anymore because he's dead. <laughs> he right? did. He did. So the bad guy, our boss, finds out that the people that we needed to kill to get him to be our boss are still alive. Yeah. So we're kind of a shithole. First idea I have, fast turn to the left and let's hide, let's think. Fucking leave. Also, don't arrive. <laughs> yes. Right? Right? Because Sense. he was not aware that you were there right outside. Right? Yeah. Sensible thinking. Yeah. As opposed to just barging the fuck in. Like nothing happened. And we tried to catch her. We could try to grab, grab her by the shoulder or whatever and just move it to the side. But she rolled higher than us. Oh my God! Did yeah. she? Yeah, yeah. So the final uh. decision, I left the final decision up to up to a dice because in a moment of such tension, I feel like the the chance of the game should shine through just a bit. You know? Yeah. So I went like, okay, stats that are kind of equal across both players, just the look of the dice. Who's faster? Who does the Roll fucking for initiative? Basically, yeah, I did. Yeah. Between them, so an initiative know, failed us. Oh a boy, miserably. A lot. Oh, like boy. she rolled a nat twenty, oh, and pff, someone well. else rolled like a. Five, ten, I don't remember the numbers. It, it, like oh, half Jesus that, Christ. you know, like half that. All right, so she gets in, and then. So anyway, she started blasting. I love her it looked, it looked like I'm trying to think how to. He's, put it, he's in that headspace right for now. A, yeah. For a second, it looked that something might come out of it. Because she went there and took all the blame on her. That that fake hopefulness, yeah. right before it yeah. really hits now, the fan. Fun yeah. fact: I did not intervene there. Like, she did take the blame on her and then immediately verbally fucked up. I didn't have to do shit. She threw Jack us under shit. the bus in the exactly next second. Like, what, what was the phrasing? Because I loved the phrasing. The phrasing was such a uh, so oblique she, mistake, you know? So Just she basically said mistake. that uh, these two guys, Tom and the Golden, are still alive because she liked them. And I think you asked her who else liked no, no, them. No, no, like, oh, you like them. That's what I went. I, I just went, oh, you like them. I was expecting to for her to go, yeah, I like them. And and then she went like, uh, well, me, me and someone and who is always, always close me. to me uh, likes them. I'm like, whoa. And I just kept doing the five-year-old thing. Like I just kept asking her questions like, oh, yeah. who is always with you? Oh, someone who's always with me. And I went like, well, what would he know? Oh, your, your friends? And she started to say something about like my friend. And I went, yeah, yeah, your friends. Where are they? Like, it was the most obvious and oblivious thing in the world. Like, oh, yeah, no, tell me more. 
Because at this point, I'm not sure if this was uh, her honest intention or not, but she wanted to blame on her. She's a warlock, so she has this uh, Patreon. Patreon up in the clouds. <laughs> I wait. No, no. Subscribe to my Patreon to keep my magic intact, guys. Uh, by the way, I I did see somewhere the uh, oh. concept. No one actually did it mechanically of a Patreon patron warlock, where a warlock gets powers based on subscription. Wow. Think of that as a workable concept. Like, shit, if one month you don't get enough donations from your fans, you don't have powers. So it's a it's a it's a warlock with an OnlyFans account. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> nice. Okay, anyway. so she was blaming this entity. Not Cthulhu. <coughs> mm. <coughs> no, definitely not Cthulhu. Yeah. Oh wait, no, he's royalty free. Cthulhu. Out of which n- no no <laughs> nobody knows of, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love the tentacles. tentacles. Yeah, okay. At this point, we all know she's a warlock just because we've been there when the and character was explained to us. And also, she said it out to you. She just went, hi. <laughs> she what? did that. First time she played, she, know, she yeah, went, hello, I am me, warlock. She did. She introduced herself to you guys again as a warlock. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. okay. So we, we knew. But the boss man had no fucking idea, so there's no way that could have worked as an excuse. So what ha- ends up happening, she threw us under the bus. Like that. Yeah. Then we were spotted. Then we go back in. Everybody oh. dies. Well, um, the two guys, they're our friends. The NPCs, they die. And she almost offers her hands to be cut off because she kept poking at the boss man. For no apparent reason. Just for defiance. You know what? At first, I really didn't didn't want to challenge that because it's like it's 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 kind of seen as a very toxic portrayal. Like, oh shit, I am I gonna be forced to very overtly and very kind of overstep a boundary by just describing torture on another play character? And shit, I as a straight white guy, I'm gonna be put in this situation where I have to torture a woman. That nice. was in my head. And I went like, you know what? Fuck it, bitch gotta learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I went like, okay, fine, they're on the table. And I describe him manifesting like a big fuck off magical dark fucking claymore. Like, okay, well, I guess we got to do this somehow. <laughs> Let like, me drink my vodka first. No, no, but like with more stoicism, like, okay, he's gonna counter. And at the same point, the, the guy who plays the pyromancer had the fucking godsend of an idea. No, scorch her hands so that, you know, he they gets... They can heal on later. Yeah. Because they have a paladin, having... which can heal yeah. by laying on hands, which was great. That saved her in that moment. Because I was fully committed to just going, whang. <laughs> okay. Fine. You know what? This is the tipping point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What would have happened if, if you would have cut her hands? Well, see, mechanically speaking... She would have been useless <laughs> for yeah. most of the things. No, 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 no. I looked it over a bit more because I was kind of convinced for most things. We would things. have had to go on like a separate side quest of finding magical replacer hands. Yeah, you, or hear me out. No. Go because on. Because at that point, it would have been entirely unfeasible for you guys to know anything about that. About what? Oh, yeah, we can grow new hands. Or she kept insisting for some fucking reason. I don't know where she got this idea. Oh, don't worry. My patron's going to give me cool new tentacle hands. I'm like, when did we fucking talk about this? Hang on. Break. Because the idea itself wasn't that bad. She would imagine that her hands get cut off and she just gets tentacle hands. 
right? But which kind of sounds good, cool and edgy. It mm-hmm. does, yeah. it does. But also, what do you bring to the table? You've been a hindrance to an entity that is undescribably fucking disappointed right now. And I'm not talking about the boss. I'm talking about a warlock patron who's trying. Uh, to to channel energy into this being to find out eldritch secrets and get free and you know all of all of the tropes that do a very mm. cool cosmic horror story right like we talked about exactly and 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 she just went like I want access to your library <laughs> to a guy that is conceivably immortal and he went like sure but later now later child. Technically speaking, it is later. See, as much as I agree with you guys, I can't help but thinking that we're like, on the one hand, we're basically trash talking and cyber bullying, like live online. No, someone. No, 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 no. Hear me out. I'm not not shitting on you guys. I'm just, I'm just kind of like, we're we're trash talking a new player that's also a girl player of D and D because she sucks Mm. at playing D and D. I don't Which f- is fair, she does, but like... No, no, that's not how- the thing. I don't feel like uh, the the thing was related to D&D. It was related to imposing a mentality that was based on defying authority, which was not even present. Right, but that's... Okay, so but that's a, that's a very particular subjective thing to her as a, as a person in real life. So how would you... How Okay, so how... How do you transpose that to any new player that, like, comes in, doesn't really know how to play, so they just play as them themselves, and they're kind of a shitty person or whatever. They have whatever the fuck they're going on for their lives. How do you, like... Because you can't just say, like, you suck, you should never play D&D again. No, no, of course not. we never said that. No, 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 of course not. I'm never going to say that to someone, even though... But we're talking as if, like, fuck you. You know, this this, this is... a safe space for us, not for the people. No, 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 I know. But I'm, I was, it was just <laughs> yeah. like, I've been thinking about this throughout the whole time we were well, talking. I was honestly, like, how, how look, would you like handle this for so any I've new had, player? I've had difficult players uh, happen due to a lot of reasons throughout the years. And to kind of book in it, uh, by the way, so for, for those listening, because of the episode plot, the episode ended right there. He just scorched your hands, the other player character, and everyone went out of their merry way and they just have to do the mission now. Done. You hang the knife over the player, but you never punish them. Yeah. And then you found me crucified on a whatever thing. Luckily, indeed, most of the situations do get de-escalated by, and I'm talking half out of my ass, half with the, you know, dozen years of nerddom. Uh, Honestly, it mostly happens, de-escalation mostly happens due to dumb luck. Like, of course, your goal as... I'm talking from the organizing point of view here, right? Your goal is to always provide, one, a wholesome experience. Two, a challenging learning experience where it is proper. Mm-hmm. Where you uh, feel and into it and, and can extrapolate all of the information necessary from all of the... Right? What we talked about at the beginning of the episode. The archetypes. How someone behaves while inhabiting their role. How someone behaves at the game tells you a lot about how, uh, what kind of a player they are at a table, how they explore, how they interact with things, how mm-hmm. they relate to your world uh, internally and externally. So how they treat a situation overall, that's what you as an organizer should respond to. You should not respond to someone's behavior because that is inherently corrupt. That's that you have power that they do not. So abusing that power by reacting just to their behavior is absolutely toxic. You are being 
kind of a mental abuser at that point. So like punishing them if they fuck up. Like, come on. You shouldn't punish someone if they have a certain viewpoint and want to enact it in a space only based around imagination. Yeah. Right? But then the other problem comes in where the game is is as magic circle as the people in it agree that it is. It is as immersive as the people agree that it is and behave that it is and portray it as. It is as important as much importance we give it. And at that point, in that kind of a story and in that kind of an environment, everything had escalated to a point where the narrative asked, and I will be a slave to my own narrative, kill my own NPCs, fucking burn down my own creations to do this. God damn it, the story asked for someone to eat some shit. <laughs> and it almost happened. Hmm. Luckily, it didn't happen to such an extent, even though, you know, it could have ended way more badly. It could have ended with tension in real life. But this, and this is kind of where I, I talk a bit about, because I, I feel like I should, about the really, really bad side of this hobby. It's it's gatekeeping. It's very gatekeeping. And a lot of the people involved, and this is what I realized, like, I don't know, like five years ago or some shit, where for, for m the, my first half of the apartments to this hobby, I was just happy to be here, right? I was just, oh my God, this is so amazing. I was discovering things and I was, I was very happy that I was ga gaining proficiency in these things. Right. I was yeah. learning, I was improving as a player, as a dungeon master. This was cool. And then after like a lot of years of playing around the same circle of, you know, people getting increasingly more and more into this, we then had to adopt a new player. And this is where my record scratched irreplaceably. And I went, oh, shit, wait, no, no, we should help this person. Hold on. They want to have the same fun that I've been having for five fucking years. I presented this idyllic scenario to a new person, sat them down in my fucking living room, and I was just about to be addicted to them. I'm like, okay, no, 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 no. It is my responsibility. And that's when I figured it out. It is my responsibility as a dungeon master that everyone gets my headspace, that I let them in my headspace, and that whatever happens until they're in my headspace will not fling them out like discarded shit, because, God, that's horrendous. You're somewhere to have fun. You're, you're actively contributing your imagination, your brain power, your emotional capacity, whatever, to have fun, and then someone goes, you fucking suck. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. You should do everything in my power to avoid that. But sometimes it's a great overlap between this and the gravitas this story can mean to the people involved. And I still haven't found an answer to fucking mediate those. It's hmm. been for 10 fucking years, dumb fucking luck that has saved my ass because <laughs> I get way, way too much into the stories. I have, but luckily... Just maimed dudes so far, so it's culturally <laughs> acceptable. But no, really, like player characters who have gone too far at my table have had fingernails removed one by one, have had half faces dipped in in not acid, like it, infectious substances whose oh, effects sexy. have have uh, have manifested weeks uh, in in uh, after that, so that no one knows what the fuck it is. You know, I've done heinous. The, Geneva shit. My players 
because the villains would have, because it got personal, because they offended who they shouldn't in the eyes of the other person, because they needed to feel that hatred for someone in order to motivate them. And right now, accidentally, you all, your characters all feel that hatred, but I don't know for whom. I don't know if you hate Melenkov right now as much as you hate in character the tension in the party. Tune in next week. <laughs> I'm curious what the fuck y'all gonna do with me. Well, uh, the right, the epilogue of the ending was that mm. they found... So Eli had disappeared early in the episode because Mike couldn't make it. Yeah. So here's, by the way, another dirty look, dirty look behind the screen where I'm admitting that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with most of the plot threads and I'm gonna figure it out until next week. They found Eli after a period of him missing tied up to a statue of, uh, like, a, I think I was depicting a saint, uh, something, a local saint. Okay. Um, so you were tied down with sanctified chains to this statue. That's how they found you, by the way. Oh, because I'm a tiefling yeah, in a yeah. place where they hate oh, tieflings. Yeah. Okay. Right? So you were tied down with, with like, church-sanctified chains, which slightly burned it to your skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, beaten to all hell. Mm-hmm. With one horn snapped off. Mm-hmm. Against the statue. And I just described that because it would be a good cliffhanger to end the episode because I went like, I saw this image in my head and I was like, yeah, this works. <laughs> like in front of Whorehouse, this fucking works. And the Whorehouse, by the way, is named Belief in like golden letters. Oh my God. <laughs> right? I went, I went the full country mile. And I went like, yeah, this would look cool. So I immediately started describing it to the player, players at the table to rinse off the tension of almost maiming them. Right? That's a good idea. Yeah, totally. <laughs> right? And then I ended the episode and I went, so did you like it? And I looked at the table and they were all fucking horrified. (laughs) They saw the war criminal in me that I was denying the existence of (laughs) completely. I was like, yeah, this was a fun game for human people, right? (laughs) Humans. But I feel like everything made sense in the whole story. I, I wouldn't put anything against you with the whole thing. Right, yeah, just, maybe the plot twist. Right, I could have. Like, we could have used a bit more of a breather in there, but okay, fair. It happened the way it happened, but it was supposed to. We basically poked that. And what I'm thinking is, because I have no problem with this player continuing to play with us. It yeah, me neither. Me neither. To, I don't care. Yeah, like, of course. it's their experience. To, and I told after the game, look, go through whatever you have to. Exactly. Just be mindful that shit might react to you. That is it. Nothing more, nothing less. We yeah. can discuss what happened. We can whatever. It will bring a element of complete randomness to the whole thing. Yeah. Which could pr- provide action forwarding thing, whatever. Mm. But at the same time, since it's so early in the game and there are no actual real consequences, some consequences I think would have helped like actually figuring out like if you oppose authority, authority will oppose back. That's right. Maybe cutting hands. Well, I don't know because in a way, cutting hands since like you handicap somebody, but maybe at this point, killing a character just to start with a new one, yeah, would not have proven any point. Definitely Mm -hmm. not because that player would have felt jaded. Just that, just oh, well, I did my own thing and I was killed for it. Fuck them, which is a bad outcome in itself. I feel like you know, the happy coincidence of Rob going, you know what. Hmm. just toasting her hands for a hot second saved all of the context as much as it could have been saved and honestly wound up as a cool moment of tension go rob right i mean really the the least least morally salvageable character kind of saved all of the asses 
<laughs> like, even though, you know, he killed two of the asses. Well, right, like you, know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's, uh, except little casualties. Yeah. <laughs> we talked before. So what ne- next episode is going to start with y'all untying me from a statue? And no, I go ne- like, what the fuck happened? Hear me out. Next episode is going to start with Atrox waking up and like no one's there. And they left him alone like, we went shopping, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot. <laughs> hey, yeah. Take care. There's eggs in the fridge and also dispose of the bodies. I hope he feels good by, by next Tuesday so he can join us. Because it's been like three sessions already. Two. Three? Yeah, two. Two, two, or two. two, I think two. Last oh. week, this week. Oh, yeah, Technically speaking, he should be able to join. All right, because you... Yeah. Been through the same thing, yeah, spoken yeah, yeah, yeah. to the doctors, whatever. Like He has an ass operation. Which I had. It's a pain in the ass. It really oh, is. We had an episode on that. We do. We did. We actually do. Holy shit. Yeah, so I know. I we know. did an operation during an episode. What? What? Y'all no, did an operation? About it. Yeah, <laughs> I operated my dick in your back. Oh! Does it require that many instructions, sir? I feel like you should get your dick simplified. Are you saying it's too big? No, I'm saying the angles, they don't... What? What is going on there? A kidna penis. <sighs> oh my god. Why? Because <laughs> they have four heads. Just to you, imagination. <laughs> People don't Google that. <laughs> Or Google, what does an echidna penis look like? It probably goes like... And an echidna is a type of... A fun fact hedgehog. about the echidnas. That's what you need to look for. It's <laughs> oh, video. it's the only fun fact, right? No, well, it, there mean, are a couple, but this one is the, the, the one that takes a tree on the top. The penis huh. has four heads. Spoilers. <coughs> Ducks. Oh. Oh, don't cut, they have cut, the... Right, cut, <laughs> cut, Is this the end cut. of the episode? Uh, I mean... Did you cut... Duck develop penises... And vaginas of different corkscrew type orientations because ducks exclusively rape. Cut now. <laughs> <laughs>